dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kid. Boss. And Hazel. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. Inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make the show. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A. Dizzle. You can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Realtor Dizzle. <laughs> Episode 309. 309, them things. We're going to say the best for last. We're going to say the best for last. So, Dizzle, how was the week? Uh, Solid, man. Solid, solid. Didn't get to hoop Saturday. Was too sleepy. Um, But I popped out during the week. You know, I had Saturday off of work. One of my friends was performing um, downtown at this spot called the Varsity House. Have you ever I been seen there? the clips. I saw the clips on your gram. Looks dope. Yeah, yeah. It was like an open mic type of thing. They had like a little kid that was performing. I think the kid had to be like nine years old, but he was like stage presence, was dancing. Like he was doing his thing. It was pretty cool. And then um, we had some rappers, a couple singers. And then the spoken word artist. And I, it's been a while since I've been to, yeah, one of those vibes. <laughs> but that shit was fun. That shit was hilarious. And I didn't have to drive either. So I was like, okay, I'm getting drunk. <laughs> I was drunk in that bitch. At one point I had the whole room laughing, bro. I forgot what I said, but I, I, I shouted out something. While the nigga was doing his poetry and niggas was cracking the fuck up. <laughs> but I don't even remember what, I, what the fuck I said. Um, but shit, outside of that, man, real estate just surprised me, man, with some, with some blessings. Honestly, like, um, one of the ladies, uh, I used to go to high school with hit me up, um, to help her and her husband find a house. They moved from, uh, out of state. So as I'm looking for them a house, um, the wife brings her mom on one of the showings I usually do. So I'm like, oh, okay, hi, how's it going? Next thing you know, we're looking for the mom a house now. So, you know, one transaction just like that turned is turning into two. And uh, we actually got her mom's crib under contract uh, yesterday. So shit is moving, man. So that's it. Hopefully everything runs smooth we'll be wrapped up with that and then helping the wife and husband back out so two deals oh, i'm getting ready you're gonna road. be a seasoned vet hey man it's <laughs> that year went by fast i'm approaching uh two years damn damn that's the crazy. year went by oh. fast yeah. and you've already met your goals right i've already met my goals so all of this is extra Dope, dope, dope. Now, we talked about this before we started taping, man. You, you keep it in the face, <laughs> I'll <face>. be this <laughs> <laughs> So, look, man, because the shit grows back 
fast, faster than what I was expecting. But it, the spots that weren't there aren't aren't there yet. So I'm I'm gonna shave until I start seeing that these little patches are going to be flourishing. I'm not trying to grow it back out and still be spotty. Like I'm gonna be baby face until I got the Rick down near Rick Ross. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Now you said you had a little trick for the bumps. I don't know yet because uh, this I'm learning. Nigga. I ain't never just regularly shaved. I remember uh, like when I was y- younger working at Skyline Chili, we couldn't have any facial hair, so I would just grab the same clippers that I get my pubes with, going straight to the face. <laughs> like I was just getting it in, getting it in quick. Like um, so, I didn't really have like razor bumps, but shit. Now, the first time I did it, I was like, okay, smooth, nice. Then the second time I did it, it was like I had, I'll make sure I ain't had the monkey, you know what I'm saying? I had a couple, <laughs> I had a couple bumps on my chin. I was like, what the fuck? So I'm doing Googling. It's, I don't even know if this is going to work, but I just have to, uh, exfoliate, uh, yeah. before. And I didn't exfoliate. Um, so we're going to see, man. I'm not trying to be bumpy though, so. We're going to have to figure it out. That was a big problem for me, but my skin is very, very sensitive. And, and imagine yeah. uh, 19 years old showing up to Fort Benning, Georgia, to an all-male boot camp and realizing, oh, shit, I got to shave every day. Like, just never even crossed my mind until then. And then razor bumps, I had to get shaving profiles because my shit would be crazy. So mm-hmm. I started figuring out a way about year two of the military where I could rock me a nice little – Nice little uh, chin strap and get that off of the week. So I had I had a little chin strap and shaving profile and it was good to go. So I'm figuring it out because I like I said I the bumps was kind of looking like little monkey joints. So I I, had, <laughs> like, I did some googling and I was like nah because it's only in this one spot. It's where I shave. So nah, I'm gonna figure it out, bro. Hit it with that rubbing alcohol after, uh, after you Is that what it. that is? That's what that's for? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, well, I, uh, I use witch hazel because it doesn't have alcohol in it, so it won't dry out your skin. Shouts out to the wife for helping me to that. Uh, it's actually funny, man. I, uh, I came across a meme or whatever about how a guy, his, uh, skincare routine, before he got married, was basically just soap and water. And then when he got married, you know what I'm saying, got the loofah and got moisturizer, <laughs> toner, the whole yeah. nine. I'm like, damn, that's my life. That's what yeah. I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine now, now add three daughters to that, to that. So, so when it's, when mom and they're getting the, the mix together for the, for the, for the facial routine, it's like the daughters are joining in, everybody getting facials in the house, but me, I'm like, hey. <laughs> Where am I? So then the next thing I know, I'm in the mirror getting my mask, and I got my hammers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's the life of that of that life, that married life. But this, I got to say this, man. I know we're going to get into what I did this week, but you're talking about monkey pox. I heard the funniest shit ever coming off of an elevator. I'm going up to my room, somebody on the phone, and has the door open. All, all I hear is... Yeah, now's a bad time to get a dick, uh, uh, to get a pimple on your dick, cause everybody think it's monkeypox. <laughs> and I just busted out laughing so loud that it was like, I rudely entered his conversation basically, but I didn't give a fuck. It was, 
Like, hey, that's what this was said, you got to exfoliate. Sounds like another bad time for a dick bump. Damn right. Yikes, man. But shit, man, as for your boy, uh, like I said on last week's pod, man, me and the wife were headed in to celebrate the 10-year anniversary last Wednesday. Come on, Thursday. Whatever. Whatever day the 17th fell on. Yeah, it was a Wednesday. So we celebrated that. Uh, nothing major on the actual day. You know what I'm saying? We hung out a little bit, hit up the Cheesecake Factory, hit up Pies and Pints, just hung out a little bit because we already had plans set for the weekend and everything like that. So on Thursday, which was my last day at work for the week, um, had a shitty day at work. Shitty day at work. Just like, blah, two thumbs down. So... I remember that uh, TLC and Shaggy were going to be at the phrase. So I'm like, forget that. I need something to to boost me up going into the weekend or whatever, man. It's supposed to be a celebratory weekend and everything like that. I need to feel some good vibes and everything like that instead of coming home to watch some game show network TV and everything like that. <laughs> and so came home, changed clothes. Me and the wife went to the TLC and Shaggy show. To my surprise... To the wife's surprise, and probably everybody in the audience's surprise, TLC was the opener for Shaggy. Really? <laughs> I only know maybe one or two Shaggy songs. Is that exactly is that on par? Yeah. At least it something? is for me. Okay. I'm three or three. Three or three. Yeah, man. I, so I know one of the possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So like. We leave the crib and like we taking our time because in our head like well shit Shaggy gonna get up there and he gonna do like an hour forty five minutes to an hour then TLC will be on by like you know nine fifteen you know whatever whatever we taking our good ass time getting up there we park the car we I hear something that sound like ooh on the TLC tip and I'm like <laughs> well, the DJ not playing TLC before TLC come on the stage. So we get our ticket scanned, and we're getting closer and closer, and more and more TLC music is playing. And I look in there, I'm like, oh, TLC on. So we go to our seats and everything like that. We're having a good time. We're grooving out. And then, still in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, man, Shaggy must not have showed up. Shaggy might have the vid. Shaggy might have a pot. (laughs) They do the entire show. And then they was like, all right, we love you guys. Up next, Shaggy. I'm like, up next? When did Shaggy <laughs> be a headliner over TLC? That's like I said, I, like you said, I know one of the possible. But um, so you think that if they touring together, you think that they gave Shaggy the, the dating slot while TLC got the, the bigger venues? Man. That's my only thought. Well, last time we saw TLC um, at the phrase, it was her, them, um, Color Me Bad, uh, Rob Bass, and uh, the dude from CNC Music Factory. And, you know, TLC closed the show. So automatically I thought, yeah, they're they're closing the show. But, like, you know, were they flipping a coin on who get the closest show in Dayton? Well, what, what time was it that you think TLC started? Man, yes. Uh, I was about eight oh five. About eight oh five. Park the car at eight o'clock. My only guess would be what Dizzle said, or they trying to double dip on the West Coast. It's only five o'clock on the West Coast, so they hit they little hour set. 
they on the flight by six by you know six thirty LA time, you know they can get anywhere west of Oklahoma and be having a show and be good for the night show. So that's my only thought was they trying to double dip. Like we gonna go ahead and go first so we can get up out of here. But you know what? It ended up turning out good because we stayed for maybe like fifteen minutes of the Shaggy show. He did uh one of the two songs that I knew and I was like, Well shit, I'm good. Like, I mean, I know you're going to close with uh, It Wasn't Me. I'm not sticking around for an hour to hear It Wasn't Me. I could just grab Apple Music and listen to that. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so ultimately, it turned out better because we got home at like 10, 1030, and I was not out. So then on Friday, we went up to Columbus, uh, kind of like I told you guys uh, yesterday, uh, last pod. You know, went shopping a little bit, went out to this uh, Mexican oh, restaurant. Yes, sir. You said the wife had an unlimited swipe for an hour, and you just gonna call it shopping. I need to know what the hell, what the hell, what the hell the wife splurged out on. Plans change, sir. Plans change. Oh. <laughs> Plans change. You feel me? No big Plans swipes. change. Okay, no, no, big nope. no big swipes. No big swipes. You know, you know, maybe in the future. <laughs> maybe in the future, but plans change. Oh no! I, I would have I would have complained about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have complained about it, but nah. We went up to Columbus Friday. We uh went a little did a little shopping. Um, went to this Mexican restaurant called Nada. Had some dope ass margaritas, like good ass margaritas, like probably the second best margaritas I've ever had in my life. Like top level Damn. margarita action, man. So. Yeah, that, then we went to this place called, uh, what's it called? Bud's Dairy. Uh, so it's like, almost like a warehouse, basically. And it has different levels to it. And then on the top level, it's like a rooftop bar, middle, another bar, another bar, and then like another bar. But I didn't know that each level was a different restaurant all into itself. So this whole big yeah. facility is the house of different restaurants and bars and everything like that, big screen TVs for sports and everything like that. So I was talking to um one of Shayla's friend's husband, and I was like, yeah, uh, for the Ohio State games, they go crazy up there. And I was like, I can only imagine. So we hung out over there, had a good time over there. Saturday, we hit up the Columbus Zoo, had a good time over there. Then we went to a steakhouse on Saturday, and – I told y'all the margaritas was on point, right? Yeah. So good that we doubled back to get some margaritas. <laughs> like, we could have we could have stayed at the steakhouse and get you know what I'm saying, got all sophisticated and got bottles of wine and everything like that. No, we went back to go get some margaritas, ran past uh the shoe, took some pictures at Ohio State Stadium, and then took it back to the hotel and was super chill. Super chill. You know, we just really did that because like I said, man, we would have just been chilling at the house or you know, the Mexican food that we would have had would have been Chipotle. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we would have went to Texas Roadhouse instead of the state house that we went to up in Columbus. So just some better options and, you know what I'm saying, just some us time, man. So that was really all that we got into this weekend, a little cele- celebration oh. action. Congrats like on y'all two was years. Lit. Congrats. Y'all was, y'all was lit. What's the margarita spot? Nada. It's right by Nationwide Arena in Columbus. Oh, right. yeah. I have to remember that. Yeah, on point, bro. On point. Nice. Killer. Killer. So, K 
Killer had a pretty regular week up until Thursday. <laughs> um, golf week, edible, just getting ready. Uh, I had to travel to Tampa, Florida. Um, a high school, actually a childhood friend. We grew up in the same neighborhood, um, played basketball together. Her name is Cherie. Uh, she was getting married. And I did her engagement party last year in Nashville. So uh, they booked me on the spot in Nashville for this Tampa shit. So uh ended up being off Thursday, got my hair cut, did my running around early, took me a nap. Got the kids sent off to my mom's, came back, got another little nap and got packed up and hit the highway at 1.45 a.m. Friday morning. Um, GPS said 13 and a half, but you got to add in your rest area. Random, I got to go peace. You got to add in your gas slash food stops, gas slash snack stops. And all that, so it probably was turning a 13 and a half hour trip to about 15 and a half, 15 maybe, but add on an hour and a half worth of stops. You doing so, the whole, you doing all the driving? All the driving. But I will say, <laughs> coming from a military wife, you know, my wife's 13 years in the Air Force, I served four years in the, in the Army. Uh, she's all about that. We call it a TC. So you got your driver and your TC, and that's the person that is reading the maps for you. That's the person that's being your second set of eyes. That's while you watching the road, they telling you, hey, watch out for this. Or they just being your co-pilot. And she does an outstanding job of staying up the whole time with me, sparking up great conversation, uh, having great music selections. We went through a bunch of I listen to all 29 of them joints, by the way. Okay. Knocked out the game shit. Knocked out the game shit. But, uh, yeah, man, she was, uh, she was up the whole entire time. So we, we drove in. Now, this, this is the part of the trip that was like, I've never experienced, but it worked itself out. Never in all my travel time I had an issue with anything. So I got all my information, my hotel information, where I'm staying. Go pick up the room key. That's been the verbatim at every stop on this journey of Killer Kev's life. That's always been the same process. So arrive at the Aloft downtown Tampa nice. at 445, 5 p.m. So uh, I'm walking in. Yeah, I'm here to DJ this wedding. I'm here to pick up my room keys. What's your name? I tell them my name. They can't find it. Who's it under? Give them that name. Hmm. I see this like look. He a black dude. And I see this look on his face, and he like, hmm. He like, hold on one second. I'll be right back. I'm like, oh shit. So he gone for like five minutes. He come back. He said, yeah, this uh reservation was actually canceled this morning at 4:45 a.m. and it's still available, but to reinstate it, I have to run the card, and I have to physically have the card. And I was like. Bro, I just drove 15 hours from Dayton, Ohio. I'm like, I need somewhere to lay my head. I am sleepy. He's like, no, we're going to get you in the room. It's fine. It's fine. So I have to call the bride. They're on their way to rehearsal. So they in the the midst of getting a wedding party to the rehearsal. And um, now I could have rectified the situation and swiped myself. But that that wasn't the deal. Or try to have that hold on that card. <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't part of the plan. So I'm like, yes. I'm gonna need one of y'all to pull up. 
And it was fortunate because where the ceremony was was two blocks away. And they was, like, coming into downtown. So they got there within, like, 10 minutes. It wasn't a big deal. It was enough time for me to go tell the wife what's going on, let the valet know I'm not moving my car because it's a real tight valet situation. Like, I'm not about to go on a round-the-block journey for 10 minutes. I'm going to sit right here and uh, get this rectified. So all was good. Got in the room. Got situated. Um, starving and sleepy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did it get canceled? That's a so good question. That's the, <laughs> so imagine a bride who has been, I'm not going to call it Bridezilla, but she's just been crossing off her T's and dotting her I's and being very thorough with communication on everything that she wants for her day. So imagine somebody that's super planned out and got four or five rooms in that hotel, and I'm the only one with the issue. So when they had their conversation, I can hear her on the phone, like, damn, they're screaming, like, how about this? Pull up this reservation, this reservation, this reservation, and this reservation. You see that car number? It's all the same. Copy and paste that motherfucker to this one so he can get in his room. Like, she was going off like that. So, <laughs> so the dude kept saying he needed it physically. I, by the time I went and told the wife what was going on and came back in there, they handed me a key. So I missed Cherie coming, and, and she walked in there and said, when I talked to her later, she walked there like, this is some bullshit, and, like, basically said her piece. She said they, they barely looked at the car and then had the keys ready. Like, it was just a whole catastrophe, like, weird. It was just weird. Mm-hmm. All, all was good, though. We got in the room, um, really nice room. You know, the Aloft Hotel kind of got this younger party vibe. Yeah. So it's a, they got the bar, and they got the, you know, things going on in the hotel where you can, if you just stuck there for the weekend, you got some things to do. But downtown Tampa was my first time being there. It was Really kind of like it was University of Tampa close to there. So it was all kind of in that area and um, ended up literally just typing in chicken wings. Found one that was a 0.7 mile, like two block walk. Walked over there, did the same thing, had some margaritas. I had a few beers, uh, ordered some food to take back to the room while we waited. Um, We were drinking while we was waiting. Got our food. Now, the wedding party, one of my best childhood friends is in the wedding party. And he'd been hyped for the trip. So he'd been trying to get to come to the bachelor party. He wanted me to just come come do all the wedding parties. So like, I'm in the wedding. I'm like, man, I'm here to work. Right. I can't be. I'm not driving in 15 hours and then going nowhere with nobody. Like, I'll be in that motherfucker's sleep. So <laughs> he was trying to call and wake me up, but that wasn't. I was knocked out. As soon as we ate that food, I went to the room. It was over. Um, woke up Saturday morning, took a quick little ride to the beach. That's me and the wife's thing. We like to, especially if you buy some water, we like to just go take a little moment and do that. So we got up in the morning, did that, set up for the wedding. Now, the Florida weather for this weekend was like beautiful. And then two or three points during the day, it'll pour rain for like three minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be back to being beautiful. So it was like, you could see it kind of coming. And when it came, it was pouring. But then when it was, by the time you told everybody it was raining, it was it wasn't raining no more. So we was uh we had went and set up for the venue, and the venue was like I said two it was like two two minutes uh, two blocks away from the ho- from our hotel. So we had a decision to make because valet was thirty five, or we, they had meter parking that was like two dollars. Now I found a meter right in front of the hotel, and I got all my stuff. So I'm like. We might have to leave the car here all day and just walk back to the hotel. 
we can get some food on the way, and then I'll figure it out from there. So I'll have my homeboy <laughs> pick us up and bring us back to the hotel. We got dressed in his room. So that it all worked out, but she was kind of like, uh, I'm not trying to do all this walking. It was hot as fuck. It was like 90 <laughs> degrees. 90 degrees and humid. So, but got all that stuff done Saturday. Got situated. Had a beautiful wedding. Super nice time. Um, like, like I said, she was my childhood friend. I grew up in my neighborhood. So her older brothers played basketball at Trotwood. She, she played basketball at Trotwood as well. Um, but her older brothers are twins and they were like my favorite team, like, like in 95 or whatever it was. Like my, my childhood memory of watching Trotwood basketball was that team. So it was nice to see all of them. I ain't seen them since we was younger. Um, a lot of people like her, her family side. I, I knew and was, and then I actually got a response of if he was in Nashville, make some noise. And half the room was like, Nashville was lit. Like they was, they came ready to have a good time. Open bar, everybody like destination. They picked Tampa. They live in Phoenix. I, I figured this out. They picked Tampa though because it was the most reasonable drive for everybody. So okay. they had people, people on the West Coast, people that was coming from Nashville and Ohio and they were flying in. So it was just like a destination spot that they picked, had about a hundred guests. 85 of them got booked up. So it was a it was a great time Saturday. Um, you went live I, I, on Facebook too. Yeah, I was I was drinking with the wedding party. You know how that go when the <laughs> wedding party when the wedding when the wedding party grabs you in, it's it's over. So I was they were they was keeping the drinks coming. He was introducing me to people. Um, Jamil was just kind of making sure we were straight, taking care of me and the wife. So usually I sent her on the go get drink run, but he was just bringing them. So me and her was really just on some chill shit. She was enjoying the night too. He was just getting fucked up. Um, and then, uh, had, we even had a few shots after the wedding while, while I packed up like five, six dudes helped me pack up. So that shit happened so quick. Um, and we had a bunch of chill time and we were just chilling out. So did all that. That was kind of like my kick it. And then went back to the room, went to sleep, got up Sunday morning, drove straight back to Dayton because I had to go. You get up on, what time you get up on Sunday? Went to bed Saturday, I would say about one one thirty or Sunday morning one one thirty, and woke up about eight. So I got about six and a half, I would say, close to six and a half seven, which is pretty pretty cool for me. Got up. Um, we immediately just kind of decided, yeah, let's just get it going. So we took showers and got ready to go. Rolled out about nine, about not ten o'clock, I would say, because time we chilled out for a second, decided we was gonna do, figured it all out. We rolled out about ten, and um, almost stopped to see a friend, but that just, I'm just thinking about the ninety minutes that's gonna take, and then the ninety minutes that's gonna take on the back end. And I'm an early bird, so the night driving was not the exciting part for me, and I was trying to have as much. As little night driving as possible, so I was trying to really get rolling. So, um, but yes, yeah, pretty smooth trip there and back, no issues. Um, I did have to uh, fast and furious around some tire tread and kind of hit it, so it kind of was like boom. But I'm like, oh shit! But everything else was everything <laughs> else was good. Um, no, no tire explosions from semis. We was like five for five on road trips of having a tire on a semi explode by us. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but got back, um, made it back to our house about one thirty Monday, got up at six o'clock this morning, took my stuff to the storage unit, picked up my kids and took the oldest two to high school and junior high, got back home, 
got the baby ready and on the bus for her first day of first grade. So mission accomplished. You need a Made nap. Back. You need a nap. So I, I, I slept <laughs> about 10, I said I slept from about 10.30 to about 1 today. Got up at 1 o'clock, and I've been dozing off trying not to fall asleep. But after after 8 o'clock tonight, hey, it's whatever. I don't care. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to sleep because I am tired for sure. How was the first day of school? Yeah, she had a great time. She uh, she's uh, got her hair done. My mom um, took her Saturday to get her hair done, and uh, she has a mane of manes. I mean, her hair is long and thick, and it goes down then to like her butt, like it's long. So she's uh, hates the process of getting her hair done. So she spent four hours having PTSD in the chair. But she she loves the ending result, and uh, <laughs> we're trying we're trying to get. She's at the age where consistency is going to get her past this tender headed stage that she's in. So we trying to keep her every three weeks going there. So it just fell where we was going to be out of town, and mom's got to experience that. So mom's washing <laughs> her hair. She always telling us we need to wash her hair or telling us this, and then she did it and reached full exhaustion like we feel when we do it. So. It's, uh, she got a taste of, of doing Kia's hair, but she had a great first day. No, so I don't know if I know this or remember this, but I had a, a, a run of my middle child getting lost on the bus on the first day of school from second grade to fifth grade, the first day of school every day. Ooh. She got put on the wrong bus and imagine a six, seven, eight year old supposed to be coming home and then don't show up at home and then no one knows where they're at. So. That was always a stress for like three three years running to the point where her sixth grade year, I, I took off work and drove her to school and picked her up. But then that still created on the second day a confusion because she wasn't there <laughs> for the first day. So she, but no no lost children on day one. So all three are officially in school, and, and my nephew starts kindergarten tomorrow. So the entire pack, the entire pack is enrolled in in some type of formal education now. Gotta love it. Gotta love it, man. You had a hell of a weekend, man. Glad you made mm-hmm. it to and from safe, man. The highways and byways, man, can get a little hectic, especially with tires yeah. exploding and shit like that. Your streak is still intact. <laughs> yeah. I'm a cruise control driver, and I come from in my 20s being the dude that got, like, a lot of tickets in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I was the one of the ones riding up the bird. I was one of them ones racing on the connector. Like that was my childhood. So to be an adult now and be grown, the only time I, t- I activate that shit is when I'm getting around dumb shit. Like I can't stand dumb shit on the highway. Like yeah. the speed limit is 70 and we all coming up and you like merge over into the fast lane going 50. Like for no reason. We could have just went around you. You know what I'm saying? You just panicking. Like little shit like that makes me go 85 and get a half a mile ahead of everybody, and then I turn it back down. So, like, I'd be having to fight those urges because, especially on a road trip of that magnitude, I got to bring a few of my vitamins to get through that. So I'll be having to make sure I'm uh, maintaining uh, adult responsibilities while traveling. So cool control and just let it be what's going to be. I'm going to get there. Get there when I get there. Facts, facts. NBA talk. Wait, before before we do the NBA talk, we could just touch on it real quick. We We still good for golfing. It's golf week. It is definitely golf week. All right. Sunday is going down. Sunday is, I will have a time for you tomorrow. 
Uh, I was going to call them today. I forgot, but I'm going to call them in the morning. I promise there won't be any uh, issue with getting a tea time early on Sunday. Hey, uh, I've, been, I've been checking the weather. The weather looking nice on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah the golf. Y'all get paid for what these golf guys do for you, boy. The golf guys <laughs> be looking out. I'm about to get a taste of this good golf life. Definitely with the shits. Outfit will be very fresh. That's outfit what I was about to say. You fresh. got your you got your outfit already picked out, laid out. I'm fresh. working on it. I'm working okay. on it. <laughs> Trust and believe. Gonna, I will be prepared. It's going to be epic. I am <laughs> ready, man. For sure. All right, NBA talk. LeBron James signed a two-year extension with the Los Angeles Lakers for $97 million. Will LeBron James regret signing with the Lakers for two more years? And will LeBron win another championship with the Lakers? No, he will not regret it because we <laughs> said this, or I, I remember saying this for sure. If if I could find the pod, it would be great. I had a, a thought process of Bron wanting to be in L.A. for Bronny's high school years. He wanted to be stable and stationed somewhere, and L.A. was the perfect spot to get all the bags he desires and mm-hmm. still accomplish that. So he can do anything he want to do. Uh, entertainment wise, basketball wise, whatever. And his son can be playing in the Euro Summer League on ESPN. Like all, all is well. So I really felt like Bronny got what one or two more years left in high school. Of course, of course, uh, the, he, he's going to be there. He ain't going nowhere. And then right. they both get to decide if they want to play it. If, if Bronny don't make it to the LA and Bronny make it to anywhere else hey Bronny can be like hey what up who won't say no to that so <laughs> i think it's not all in the mention, match plan. It's not to mention over. bryce is on the come up now and bryce that had a 13 inch growth spurt in two months so bryce oh. bryce is uh bryce on his way yeah no i agree because that, that's more than enough reasons to just stay in la because you literally is setting up your children they got eyes and spotlight on them more than ever so nah, man. Uh, but to answer your other question, he will indeed win another chip for LA. <laughs> it's all part of the master plan, like you said, man. <laughs> will he gonna, win that chip with AD? Because is AD gonna be a part of that journey? I would say so. I say so. Within the next two years, we're gonna get a healthy MVP version of Anthony Davis, and that will result in another chip. August twenty second, twenty twenty two. Got it. Yes. Episode three hundred nine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Write this on my write this on my calendar real quick. Yeah, Dizzle back to Texas. No, he will not regret signing a ninety seven million dollar extension with the Los Angeles Lakers. He's gonna love it. He's gonna spend that money well, just like when people was mad that Kobe signed that extension on the back half of his career when he was, you know what I'm saying, over the hill and everything like that. What Jay-Z say? I'm overcharging him for what they did to the cold crush. LeBron is here to get all his money, and he deserves all his money and then some. Look, man, there's a salary cap in professional basketball. LeBron James has been underpaid his entire career for the value that he brings to a team. So he damn sure should be getting that $97 million. Should be getting more if it was legal. 
So hell yeah, yeah he ain't gonna yeah. get that bag. But as far as winning another chip with the Los Angeles Lakers, come on. Hell no. Uh, hell no. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> now, I ain't saying he can't win himself another championship. I'm gonna just say it ain't gonna be with the Lakers. I mean, you y'all right. Uh Bronny got one more year of college left. I mean, uh Bryce on the way up. I mean, the way LeBron has mastered the game of coasting during the regular season and still putting up great numbers. I can't put it past him that he'll he'll eventually go somewhere else and win another championship. I wouldn't put it past him, but as of right now, this stage of his career, this sets up Bronny graduating from high school this year, going off to college or the G League or whatever. Then Bryce being a graduated from high school, then him doing whatever he's gonna do. So he's in the perfect position, man. He's gonna see his Mm -hmm. kids, his two boys, do what they got to do or want to do. And then he can pick and choose what's best for him afterwards. Who knows? He might stay in Los Angeles and be with the other team in Los Angeles to get him up. Mm-hmm. You don't like the Lakers, nigga. You're, you're a LeBron fan, so why should it matter <laughs> when he gets the championship? Yeah, yeah. And Brian Petty like that. Brian, Brian just yeah. stay at home and, cha- and change the colors in the house. That's all y'all do. Shit, man. He, he, is, <laughs> he is dolo. He is for self. And I don't knock him yeah. for it. I respect you're not a Lakers fan, though. Three oh nine. Hey, write write that one down too, Killer, because that was some, the Clippers. You. Is that what you're saying here? Just so we're all on the same page. Is that what you're talking about? I got you. LeBron to the Clippers. What what KG say? Anything? <laughs> Hold it down. Just write that shit down, Killer, please. I'm three oh nine. Three oh nine. Dizzle in, you know, one thing I want to say too. One thing about LeBron though that I don't read, and you know I me, mean, I'm terrible with names and memory of, of of fine detail. But he seems to be one of the biggest stars that is this late in his career. They ain't really been cut on and had no real devastating sit down injury to where to where he can still get that bag and it be deserved to where Jordan was banged up, Kobe was banged up. Like it was people that was. They have been through the ringer through Dr. Andrew. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I feel like Bron is in a rare boat to be this healthy this late in his career. So yeah. keep it going, man. Speaking of LeBron, him and D Wade have teamed up for a documentary on the two thousand eight team that won the gold medal in the Beijing Olympics. It's set to premiere on October seventh. Needless to say, we all gonna watch it, man. But what's yeah. your thoughts on it? That shit gonna be fire. That shit gonna no, be fire. Yeah. Like, what's that? You said the two, 2018. So that had prime. We can say that's still prime Kobe. Kobe was still giving niggas the the business Yo, in 08. That worked. D Wade, Carmelo, Chris Paul, Chris Bosh, prime Dwight Howard. Like, and I'm missing some folks. Prime Darren Williams. People don't Williams. know. <laughs> Williams hey, that used to hey. be a debate between him and CP3. Yeah. So yeah. that's prime yeah. D. Will. Hey, yeah. man, that was one of the best Olympic teams. This is in a time where everybody had a camera, so we're going to definitely get some nice footage because they're going to be recording. They they got the footage. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, right. yeah, I'm definitely watching. And- let me get a full roster to give everybody they just do. Carlos Boozer, Jason Kidd, LeBron James, Darren Williams, Michael Red, Columbus is on. Uh, D-Wade, Kobe, 
Dwight Howard, Chris Bosh, CP3, Tayshawn Prince, and Melo. That's a hell of a rooster yeah. right there. Hell of a roster right there, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. I'm here yeah. for it, man. I love sports documentaries. I just watched that one on Matt Tateo on Netflix, man. One of the first dudes that <laughs> get catfish, man. That shit's crazy. That shit was insane. It's highly said, damn, you laughing at that man's pain. Man, I'm sorry, bro. Nah, man, because I remember that shit. No, I had it on for a little bit, but I I remember it in real time, and I really don't care about the details more than what I already more than what I already know. Like, hey, watch it, watch it, because the the thing about it is, it gives you the details, and it gives you kind of like the, I guess the reason why he uh was so gullible. I guess the word would be. Um, because he, he, he went through the ringer, he went through the ringer on me. <laughs> and, the, and, and the and the fallout of him going through that is is pretty messed up, man. So it's, it was definitely a good watch. But shit, we ain't talking about match out there. We talking about that we talking NBA shit. <laughs> talking NBA shit. Killer, this right up your alley. Draymond Green had a blunt roller at his wedding. Thoughts? <laughs> Hey, there was some fat bloods too. This was like phone size, yo. Yeah, it was like Six a. That was like. It was like they had their own like service. Like we the we the mobile mobile weed rollers. What y'all need? Gloves on? What y'all? We ready to go? So yeah, that's that's the L.A. life though. I mean, that shit is like I I was watching. I forget what channel it came on. It was one of those like weird cable channels, but the two chain shit where he would be going just doing expensive shit. And he would just go try expensive shit. Is it? Yeah. I had no, I had no clue. I always would catch it in the middle of it. But like, I saw him trying like ten thousand dollar blunts and and things of that, just like weird. But like, L.A. will put that shit in food, put it in everything. So it's all in your right to have that in that atmosphere. Well, it's totally legal. That's. Big up. I had a small version of that Killer 40 is by. I just could came hollering at me, you know what I'm saying? I had, I had a little small shin, small, small version. <laughs> Man, so what else we got going on with uh, the NBA dudes is all the Pro-Am games and everything like that. Cass is really out here ego checking. Over the weekend, we had the one in Seattle with Tatum and LeBron and Isaiah Thomas. Uh, shit. Your boy. What's up, Paulo Bencaro and and, and uh and Chet and uh Dejounte Murray? Yeah, there you go. I'm drawing a blank on his name. <laughs> they back at the shits again, man. This I know this right up your lane. Hey, man, and they televising it too. Like, when was the last time you seen Pro M games on ESPN, NBA.com? Like, they got these shits. Um, but it's it's fucked up. They had to cancel the game. Like, I think they only played one quarter. Um, cause they said that the floor was getting too slippery, like yeah. condensation or something in the air was, yeah. everybody was slipping. Chet got hurt. Like, Did he? Not, he, <laughs> he tried to s- slow down LeBron on a fast break. Nigga jumped up and just fell weird. So <laughs> I, yeah, mm-hmm. man. So I don't know, man. These pro M games is like, it's dope that the biggest of stars is doing it. But when they start, niggas start getting hurt out there, man. Is they really gonna keep keep going and keep doing this shit? It ain't worth it, anything. Uh, it's worth it, but the shit that we want to see, we'll never see. 
Like, we want to see those games that go on at UCLA. You know what I'm saying? In the summertime where this isn't like, oh, man, LeBron coming down the lane, he throwing alley-oops to himself. Like, you getting, like, NBA All-Stars playing real pickup basketball, playing to win and everything like that. We'll never get those on tape. We'll never get that because it's too – niggas got too many egos out there. But the Pro-Am shit, I think, like, it has peaks and valleys. Like, back when Kobe went to Rucker Park, when KD – went to Rucker Park and everything like that. Now everybody's all about going to the Drew League and everything like that. Lower-level NBA players been in the Drew League and everything like that. LeBron's played in the Drew League before. He made his return and everything like that. But, like, now that we got the superstars, superstars playing in these joints multiple times and multiple venues, the NBA TV, they need something to put on that boob tube to make people tune in in the summer. And that's going to bring it. So, they're going to continue to get televised. It's just a matter of which NBA stars is they going to be able to get out there. And I think, like, right. the, the rookies, shit, the rookies probably going to be the only attraction out there, man, because you're right. Well, LeBron got the proof. He can go, mm-hmm. say what's up, take some pictures with the kids, go coach a team. But, shit, if right. I'm the Lakers, I'm calling LeBron like, hey, bro, we just gave you $97 million, bro. <laughs> but you yeah. not play in this? Please, right. sir. Right. <laughs> we would appreciate it. Also, I want to touch on because I, I, I kind of, I kind of shortchanged it. Y'all, y'all got to dig into that game album, and I was highly impressed. Okay, I, I haven't listened to it yet. Highly impressed. I am not the biggest game fan by any means, and to be driving down the highway at <laughs> three four in the morning, a <laughs> lot of time, and the music had to be a certain music or I was going to be done for. I'm like, nope, this is going to put me down. <laughs> so the the games uh, project really, he was spitting. Like, he was really spitting lyrical shit that was keeping me, like, laughing at the one-liners, listening, paying attention. I wasn't, like, out the window looking at gas station billboard signs the whole way. I was really tuned in. Um, so that's really something I was surprisingly – like, I don't know any other setting where I'm going to get 29 songs in a row off. But <laughs> to be driving down the highway, that's something to put on. Um, I listened to the Beyonce Project in full. I had listened to that in full. Of course, the wife squeezed that one in. Um, what else we listened to? Tank's new project. That's trying to get some cheeks, get double cheeked up, put on, put on that <laughs> Tank album. Put on that Tank album Duly for sure. Noted. That's a- Duly noted. That's a nice one. Tank is in his in his uh talking shit, you know, in his tank bag. And there was one more I can't think of. Uh, it was an older one. Um, I want to say it was Jasmine Sullivan we listened to. I want to make sure I had a full start to stop finish of that classic. So yeah, hope we, we were just. And then of course, uh, no road trip is complete without a co- Usher confessions uh, run through. So <laughs> we, we definitely got that off. So yeah. Just want to make sure y'all take care of the music that was that I, I listened to, and uh, I had no complaints on the music side. We was we was we was rocking. You know, I gotta admit, man, I am uh, when I'm not driving, which is rare. Um, when we do like road trips and everything like that, I am a terrible, terrible navigator. Terrible. Like I'll fall asleep on a motherfucker in a minute and have no. Yeah. <laughs> so just a heads up if we ever do a road trip together don't expect me to be staying up with you that's that's just what i do now on the other hand the wife 
she's always up with me. Granted, like the shit that I want to listen to on a road trip is not the same shit that she wants to listen to. So she ended up listening to something on her on her AirPods or whatever while I'm listening to whatever. But she stays up. So that's probably why I always end up driving, because one of two people should be awake when people are driving on the highway. But I'm just terrible at it. That's I always I always appreciate my wife and uh, understanding this DJ shit and knowing that I get energy or boost of catching Atlanta at the right time when a DJ is playing a mix or catching these bigger cities where they got something different on the radio, but it's a DJ doing this thing. So we heard a bunch of, it kind of was like our in-between. We was hop on the, in the big cities, try to find radio stations. And for the most part, we found one that was doing like, oh, hip hop, man. They was doing like uh, Arrested Development and all Check just, but he was blending every song was blended with another classic beat like it was just it was dope so definitely caught caught the music vibes and uh appreciate the wife for always curating it she always makes sure that uh she ain't putting on like the tank one at one in the morning you know that was that was <laughs> that was that was the early morning when we we refreshed like yeah we can check this out but she made sure to kept things at one point we going on the road like Big glow. We was we was turned. Mm-hmm. After the G to the L to the O, so we was having a good time. Yeah. Let's let's stick on this music topic though, man. We got Swiss Beats and Timberland suing Versus for twenty eight million. They agreed to sell Versus to Triller back in January, but only got one payment. Well, two mm. payments. I'm sorry, only got two payments from Triller. So, uh, Versus is you know canceled because they're not giving up to the culture. They're not paying Swiss and Timbo for that creative IP. Mm. <sighs> how, Hopefully how do you sell to... something and not get paid for it before you right. sell it? <laughs> right, though. They set up a payment plan like this shit on Layaway. So that means they get to sponsor two shows until they pay some more, and then we sponsor some more. <laughs> like, I don't All understand right. how, they, how, how they get that off like that. That's crazy. Hopefully this turned into just a bigger bag and you just got to wait a little bit because uh, ever since they sold it, it's been like they clinging on to it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's, it's far and few between each versus. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had like a back-to-back month of verses and I don't remember how long. And then um, it's like we ain't even checking for it at this point no more. Oh, until, until they come out with a banger. It's, it hasn't been must watch. Man, yeah. I think we talked about this before, man. I think they should only do verses between February and April. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or January through April when motherfuckers yeah. is in the house. Not yeah, competing house. with, not competing right. with football. Just do that shit on Saturday nights, you know, in January. You ain't got to worry about college football. You ain't worried about the NFL. You get January mm-hmm. through April. Once the weather turn, man, niggas is not about to be sitting in the house watching motherfuckers rap and dance on their cell phone, nigga. Like, niggas want to be outside living life, man. But that shit <laughs> wild, man. That shit is wild that they dealing with that. But, uh, shit, that's piggybacking on that Jermaine Dupree and Puff are doing a battle, but they're not calling it versus. And Puff saying R&B is dead. What's y'all thoughts on that? They doing a... <laughs> So they doing a battle. <laughs> but it's not versus. <laughs> yeah. 
a bad boy so so deaf battle, but not versus. Hit for hit. But it's gonna be versus format, and that is the new word. They just took it back to what it was called on the street. <laughs> right, right, right. Battle. <laughs> like, Damn. Versus? Nah, nigga, it's a battle. Right. It sucks that they. I mean, I don't know what because is it just like they're gonna be trying to perform, or they're just gonna be on Instagram live? Well, well, I hope they're not trying to perform. Have you, okay. you see Puff dancing with Young Miami the other day? <laughs> yeah, that, he living <laughs> his life. <laughs> he living the dream for real but nah man i'll check it out those are two of course super legends two people that we've wanted versus battles from um yeah that'll be dope I'm, i mean i'm here for it it sucks that it, it can't be versus it sucks that swiss and tim ain't you know getting they just do off of that but Hey man, that's what happens when you sell it to a big corporate company. Man, typically don't go, uh, you know, as well as you anticipated. Yeah, man, the IP has been kind of tarnished and everything like that, man. But as far as Puff and JD are concerned, in the versus battle, uh, I'm gonna say So So Def's gonna win that because if it is, just say for instance, it is a performance. Let's just say it's a performance situation. Bad Boy's biggest artist has been dead for like 25 years. And, mm-hmm. and I think the rapport that Jermaine Dupri has with his former artists are, is way better than the relationship that Puff has with his former artists. I mean, every time we hear about Mace, he bashing Puff. You know what I'm saying? The only people that are on good terms with Puff is the Locks and their biggest records outside of more money, more problems are Rough Rider records. So. Yeah. Like, it's just that simple to me, man. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think it's going to turn out the way Puff thinks. Now, if they just playing a record for record and talking shit, you know, that's a totally different thing. But if it's like we what we want it to be as a performance, it ain't going to hit the same if Big ain't coming out. Because, I mean, obviously he can't because he's no longer with us. Right. Yeah, I can't add nothing more to that. And just to tap on the part two about if R&B is dead, yeah. I heard I heard that uh, Tank say this, uh, I think it was Drink Champs, but you don't realize this until, I didn't really even realize this, how how music is calculated as to who did well and who did what. Beyonce did whatever, 200, 300 units, and that's a lot these days compared to the days when people was doing six, seven, eight, a million first week type numbers with physical copies. But they have now made it to where Lil Baby and the Tank Project, they all on the same list. It's hip hop yeah. and R and B. That's yeah. that's what you know. So it's it's kind of the only genre that had to like team up with somebody um, of that magnitude of a genre. And they still got you know you still got like I said, you still got mega mega people. Jasmine Sullivan's. You got the you know even the Lucky Days and you know all that. You still you got a wide range of people that still do R and B. But it's just they not getting – they deserve to have their own race, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and, and they're not getting that. So I don't think it's dead. I just think it's it's Lil Baby and Meek Mill versus Chloe and, you know what I'm saying, like on the same, <laughs> on the same week. That's not a fair trade-off on, you know, the calculations of how well it's doing. For me, with the R&B is dead thing is music has transitioned, much like how you said, man. A lot of this shit just kind of, like, overlap. 
Like, it, you can't really tell the R&B singer from the rapper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, back in the days, like, hey, man, this is an R&B song because he or she is singing. This is a rap song because he or she is rapping. Today, mm-hmm. the shit just kind of morphs together. And then you have artists like, uh, shoot, even even like R. Kelly. Like, he was still, <laughs> still, you know, the guy and everything like that. The, the R&B thug was singing. And Trey Songz kind of mimicked that as well. Chris Brown does that today. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really like they're singing. They're more rapping than singing. And then Beyonce basically does the same thing. And then you got Drake who sings and raps. And then you got Beyonce and Drake going to pop lane with the with the dance music stuff. So it's kind of just music is just kind of a whole melting pot. But as far as, like, quote-unquote traditional R&B where, like, all right, this person is singing and showing their vocal ability – I can't say it's dead, but I'll say that outside of, like you said, Tank, haven't listened to the album, but Tank, uh, damn. It's really dead, bro. I, I, can't, <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of a male R&B singer. I can think of a lot of female R&B singers, Ari Lennox, uh-huh. uh, Jasmine Sullivan, Summer Walker, uh, SZA, um, if it's I don't get caught cheating, that okay. don't mean I don't. No, no, no. <laughs> so, like, that's why I'm not, like, it's not, like, you know, with Drew Hill and 112 and Jodeci yeah. and Boys the Man, like, you just rolling off these R&B groups. Like, it's just not like that no more because the male dudes just ain't putting out their music. Now, the females are still represented for R&B. And, like, so. and like the, the Chris Browns is dabbling, like you say, there's so many things that, he might have one ballad on his R&B album. Why did you, know you listen saying? to that on the drive? Why did you listen to that 40 album joint on the drive? Um, <laughs> I was I was blessed. I was blessed with this concert opportunity, and I knew at the concert opportunity that I had outgrown CB. I need old school CB only because uh, half of his set was a uh, what is this? Uh, I had no clue he was headed this way. So uh, nah. It's, CB getting this getting this bag, but um, I'm still uh, old school, beginning years are uh, my CB phase. So fair enough, man. Before we slide up out of here, man, we got some quick hitters, of course. Deshaun Watson officially, officially, the NFL and the NFL Players Association have agreed on his suspension. It will be 11 games, and he will also have to pay a five million dollar fine. Have y'all seen some of the memes floating around about Deshaun Watson? Some of these Cleveland Brown fans are selling shirts. The T-shirt, yeah. Uh, certain <laughs> Cleveland Browns fans have certain signs up. Thoughts about all this Deshaun Watson stuff? The one thing that oh, – well, it's, it's, I'm real quick on this, this one, and then you got it. It's, it's, it's fucked up in a sense because he never really got charged legally with anything. But – I get what's happening. Now, the real thing for me that's fucked up about this is why 11? Have y'all gone and looked to see who the Browns play week 12? <laughs> they play the Texans. <laughs> the motherfucking Texans. That, they hey, all some bullshit. They make them go back to H-Town. They all some bullshit. They all some bullshit. They just we throw call that salt. petty, sir. We call that petty. Yes. They, they being super petty. And then I feel salty for my Browns fans because two of my homeboys was playing in this big Monday night uh, Halloween 
going to the Bengals Monday night game. And um, to my knowledge, that wasn't canceled, and somebody paid for the tickets already. So um, I would like to go still. Uh, <laughs> so if y'all listening, don't cancel this amazing fellas trip on Halloween to the Monday night Bengals and Browns game. But uh, I had a feeling that might get a little because half the group group was Browns fans. So this is going to be a, a tough sale now. <laughs> nah man niggas is wild the signs is crazy I saw a father and kid hold up a sign one of the kid had free Watson and then the dad said fuck them hoes that's what it, like yo Gosh. niggas is wild but 11 games is weird and I'm looking at like some of the comparisons what's that nigga name Josh Gordon how yeah. long that nigga been suspended forever forever for a blunt for some big weed. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I'll leave y'all with, and then we can call it breaking news. The White House is leaning towards canceling ten thousand dollars in student loan debt for borrowers who make less than one hundred twenty-five k. So I'm sure we'll have more to talk about that next week. But, uh, well, I've already paid my student loans off, but I would gladly take a refund check from the motherfuckers for all of the yeah. extra money that I paid. See that's see I, I we're at the age bracket where a lot of my friends have met that goal and and paid off of that debt and struggled through their twenties and thirties and made those sacrifices to pay off that debt and now motherfuckers like me trying to get a ticket so I feel for y'all for uh, <laughs> the ticket so uh, <laughs> I ain't mad at I ain't mad at nobody getting their joints forgiven I ain't mad I just want a little kickback I want a, I want a little appreciation for for the hard work that I did by 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 sacrificing like you said for handling mind like a grown man and everything like that. I just want a little kickback. A little kickback. I ain't asking for it all, but it's like about two, four, hey, five Gs. I'll be pissed. Because yeah. I'm, I'm paying the minimum forever. I've already chalked it up that I'm not paying this all the way off. These niggas is getting 80 bucks for the rest of my life. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not paying this all the way off. I'm going to just wait till that shit don't, like, we're going to come up with a new currency eventually or something <laughs> going to happen where that is you need to stop selling so many houses so you can be below that threshold big bags oh i'm, I'm well below the threshold <laughs> run me my 10 bins <laughs> <laughs> nah they should oh. eliminate all that shit not 10 bands nigga cancel just shut down the whole account nigga just turn it off start yeah. from scratch start from scratch killer did you watch raising canaan I did episode one and two. Dizzle, are you up to speed? Most definitely. Most all definitely. right, all right. Uh, spoiler, 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 spoiler. So if you haven't watched Razor Canaan, turn it off, turn it off, and then come back. Uh, what did y'all think about Rock taking out my man Scrap? Was he snitching? We exactly. never, com- no. we never confirmed exactly. it. Exactly. He he was doing what she said don't do, which was going and getting in that card game and getting his gambling shit off and got that caught up in the raid. That is an addiction. Yeah, and then the cop that uh, is trying to start a family, save a family, or kill a family, I can't decide. Uh, he, Q. he, Yeah, Q out here uh, seeing seeing the patchy guy, the one I patched scrap in, in the in the detective's office, and just running with it. And in that world, that kind of shows you how fast it can happen. In that world where 
you 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 walk in the wrong place and get caught in the wrong room at the wrong time and somebody at that level see you and next thing you know you on the gotta get up out of here list and he he's so excited to be called up and promoted that shit was <laughs> that shit was a little touching yeah man that was big sad man i i predict that he wasn't snitching he was just not telling them where he was because obviously you don't want to tell your drug dealing bosses like hey man i got pulled in by the police after you told me to stay away from the gambling games and everything like that it's gonna come out that he wasn't snitching and uh uncle louie gonna be mad as hell at rock because they took out one of his homeboys like that and that was me along that was playing the mama right who was that lady i know the actor that was playing uh who uh though for uh putting on all these like musical artists and these good shows because they be acting joy badass is yeah. convincing as a uh, unique and what's the name unique right? yeah, yeah yeah so i i got a theory about this so oh an album that i did listen to i did listen to joey badass new album uh called 2000 is fucking fire by the way solid. uh but i was talking to my uh my dude about this i was like yo joey badass just so happened to drop a project called 2000, got his swag back and everything like that. Like he is like basically taking the unique character and putting it in rap form on this project. I was like, he's basically doing what Tupac did in Juice, where he took the Bishop character and put it on wax. So, you know, I I thought that was pretty interesting, man. But uh, yeah, that album was fire and he definitely doing his thing on that show too. And Diddy's son doing his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fox I got that right. I got, I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to redeem myself when we got out of here. <laughs> Dizzle, you had one more topic. Did I? Yeah. About Russia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, throughout all the madness that's going on, uh, with Brittany Griner being still at this point i think i think dennis dennis, dennis Rodman coming to the rescue oh Lord. yeah Dennis Rodman going out there you gotta you, you know it's bad when they send out dennis <laughs> well russia is now offering sixteen thousand dollars to win uh to women who have 10 or more children because they population is declining so they offering sixteen thousand for 10 kids Killer. Hell <laughs> no. Nah. Is the numbers? Is the math math in there? Nah, because 
because the mother seven getting the short end of the stick and that bag ain't enough to to help out with ten kids. So but that's Russia. <laughs> you you thinking about U.S. dollars? This Russian nigga, this mother Russia. The bag might be go way further like that over there. Mm-hmm. But we gotta be in formation every day at three o'clock too. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> and the, the 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 freedoms that you that you give up. To go to go uh, be in a st- in, in where milk costs a nickel these days ain't worth it. So what is the the American equivalent saying? Like you would have another kid if they was given X amount. What is the number there? Oh, they wipe my student loans down. I'm I'm, I'm damn near eight hundred. I have a kid here. <laughs> they, they get rid of this student loan debt. I'm I'm back to zero. I, I hit the I hit the reset button on Nintendo. We we start over. <laughs> Okay. We start no. Kev, you got a number? Uh, sixteen bands. Nah, kids? just one. Just oh, just an extra. One? Just a one. Just each kid. Here, go and check. Bam. Oh shit, nigga. Hey, I'm with whatever. Whatever they willing to help me raise a little they motherfucker just, with. They just they just teased me for two years with six hundred a pop for these motherfuckers. So I don't, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a much bigger bag, and they trying to make me have a kid. They just they, they just teased me with a little monthly for two years. So I know they got it. So need that luggage, man. Need that luggage. Well, shit, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. By the time you hear this, the next episode, we have been golfing and uh i'm sure there's going to be video on our instagram page uh so be prepared for that you can't make this up podcast kev nash dj killer kev hey dizzle we out till next week peace